Okay, David. So give us, if you could, an overview of uh, what we have to look forward to with the Austin Symphony Orchestra this season. Okay. Well, as I, I love to say is that, you know, Peter uh, Bay, my music director, has performed some of the most popular and iconic pieces of classical music throughout this, uh, this season, which is exciting. We started the season last weekend, so our next set of concerts are coming up uh, October 15 and 16, um, and probably the highlight of that is Gustav Holtz's The Planets, uh, which is a, a wonderful uh, celebration of the planets in our galaxy, in our universe, paired with the visuals for those planets. Uh, very popular piece of classical music um, and something that I think families would really enjoy. And along with that, uh, Edvard Grieg, uh, who's a very famous uh, composer, um, his piano concerto in A minor is just sublime. Um, so that would be a wonderful one to take children to, you know, assuming that they're old enough just to sit through the whole thing. That would be an incredible introduction to, to live orchestra. Absolutely. And then, and then a week after that, we've got two other programs back to back, which also might appeal to families. Um, we're doing uh, the live score for Back to the Future. Of course, Michael J. Fox became very famous from that original movie. It was oh, yes. And it has a wonderful, wonderful score. So um, essentially, people don't know what to expect. You're going to see the movie, but all the musical elements are performed live with the orchestra synced to the movie. Um, so that'll be at Del Hall as well. The next day... Um, we have an annual Halloween uh, concert in the afternoon. It's a matinee program. And that's a great concert to come all dressed up with your kids um, or, or whoever else, your niece, your nephew, whatever it might be, um, to have fun with uh, music themed to Halloween. Um, in November, uh, one of the, probably the most popular pieces of classical music uh, ever um, composed, but probably also one of the most performed pieces of classical music and Beethoven's uh, ninth Ode to Joy uh, with chorus and four soloists. Um, it's a piece of music that really, I think joy really is the right word to describe that music. It is so uplifting. It is so spiritual. It's just a beautiful piece of music. When you leave that concert hall after hearing Beethoven's ninth, you're on a high. Mm. And don't we all need that right now? We have, we have been in the total opposite for so long. It feels like. Yeah, I, I just I think the reason why that piece of music connects with everyone of all ages and all races is it has that ability to to, to break through and just get you to connect with your emotions. Um, and you know, it's great to do that with your family, your friends, your lover, whoever it is. I mean, it's just. Uh, a wonderful, wonderful piece of music. And so important to do that now, I'm thinking, because we have been so stressed and we have been in, you know, get through it mode, kind of survival mode, you know, and 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 just very anxiety ridden. So it's it's the moment, I think, to relax and just really feel the music. And I can't think of a better way to do that than with Beethoven's Ode to Joy, um, which is just it's uh, it is so uplifting. You cannot feel sad listening to that, right? Exactly. It just makes you feel good. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And then, of course, in, uh, in December, we're doing our annual Messiah concert, uh, Handel's Messiah, an iconic uh, piece of music also that's often performed around the holidays and sometimes also performed around Easter. 
We're doing that at Riverband uh, with a uh, full chorus. And probably the most famous element of that is uh, the Hello You Chorus, uh, which is, um, uh, you know, something that's pretty extraordinary uh, to experience. If you've never experienced that live, uh, this is the time to do it. Um, and of course, it's the holidays. So it, it's um, a great time to come and, and listen to, the, to that, uh, that, that music. Um, and Handel, of course, is a wonderful uh, uh composer from the Baroque period, um, but just probably his most uh, famous piece of music, um, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's, some, there's some great programs as well. I'm, I'm really excited about our March program uh, with a very famous African-American composer, William Grant Still. I don't think his music is performed enough. Uh, we're doing his Symphony Number no. 5 called Western Hemisphere. Um, I, I think he's an extraordinary composer. Um, and uh, that's also paired with my favorite piano concerto, which is uh, Beethoven's Piano Concerto Number no. Five, uh, The Emperor. Um, very, very well-known piece of music. Been in many, many uh, movies and TV shows. Um, and uh, again, another piece of music that just makes you feel good. I mean, this is a this is a feel-good season. Um, you know, in the next month in April, we have Olga Kern, this famous Russian pianist, playing Tchaikovsky's Piano Concerto Number no. One, which is just breathtaking um you know when you see the notes that this soloist has to play um and it's fast and it's high energy and it's exciting um and then we finish the season in may um celebrating it's called american landscapes we're celebrating immigrants uh that that came to the u.s and influenced um uh, music um, probably the most famous, compo uh, famous composer in that program is uh, Gershwin with his Rhapsody in Blue. Of course, has huge jazz elements to it. Um, I, I love the start. I'm a, I was a clarinetist, so it has this wonderful clarinet solo at the very start. But also that includes also composers like Copeland and uh, for Group's uh, Grand Canyon Suite. So a wonderful way to finish our Masterworks series uh, celebrating uh, American composers and the influence of immigrants on this country. And, um, you know, I'm Australian, um, you know, we're, in, we're a country of immigrants as well uh, as the U.S. is. And I, I think that's part of the reason why Australians and Americans get on so well together. Um, but, you know, immigrants, of course, have had a huge influence on not just music, but food and many other things as well. So, no, that's so right. And I'm so glad that you're doing that, especially because I don't think that a lot of people really... Um you, you think about uh, classical compositions, and I don't think Americans come to mind nearly as quickly as, you know, those names we all know from Europe. So um, that's wonderful to put that sort of emphasis on. And who knows who you might inspire in the audience? You know, I love the idea that parents will bring their children to experience this music because there's nothing like being in front of live music and particularly in that theater with the orchestra um, surrounding you. It's just it's magical. Yeah, it's a great way to describe it. And I said, there is just so much uh, 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 iconic pieces of classical music um, in this season. Um, and it's music that people love, you know. Uh, it's music that makes you feel good. It's music that makes you connect with your emotions. Um, it's, it's a music that that uh, celebrates togetherness. And that's what we need at the moment. You know, the, the, the awful thing about COVID and, and lockdowns and things is being se se uh, separated from our, our loved ones, you know. Um, and now is the time uh, through music to come together again and um, reconnect with our friends, our families, and do that through the power of live music. 
100%. And, and let's have a moment of appreciation for how lucky we are here in Austin to have the Austin Symphony Orchestra that we have. I mean, you really attract world-class performers. And so, I mean, you don't have to go to New York or Boston or Chicago to experience uh, some of the best musicians in the world. Absolutely. As I was saying to you earlier on, we had auditions late August for some openings in the orchestra. And when I saw the level and the standard of the people that applied for these positions, um, and then of course the people that were actually uh, appointed, uh, we're just so fortunate that we're attracting this kind of talent. And I think part of that's because Austin really is known as the live music capital of the world. It's a city that people associate with music and with great talent, whether they're local talent or people visiting here. We're just very fortunate to have all that on tap here in the city. And that's part of the reason why I moved here as well. And, you know, I am a huge fan of um, of Peter Bay. I just think, aside from his talent, he's just a sweet, wonderful guy. And so having someone like that at the helm that I think helps to inspire um, creativity makes everybody feel you know, like they're really working together in a special way, which must help to attract talent as well. Yeah, he's a true collaborator. You know, uh, he really is. Uh, he's just a joy to work with. Um, he's a true partner. You know, orchestras are partnerships. And I'm on the, you know, the business side, although, of course, I have an influence on music. But your music director is your partner. You work together. And he, do, in a true, the true sense of what that means, he does that. And he's a very approachable person. Um, He's always interested in what people think and, and wants your opinions and thoughts. So it makes for a really happy work environment, um, which I love. And of course, his, what he gets out of his orchestra um, and what he, on that stage um, is, is quite extraordinary. And that's because of who he is, not just his technical knowledge and his talent, but his personality. Oh, yeah. I mean, and you just um, you draw in people in that way. And that's so special. I mean, the truth is we all want to work for someone who inspires us and who is also interested in what we think and what our ideas are. So and I can only imagine that's so much more important um, in a creative field like um, where you're creating music for others. And I just, you know, coming off the pandemic and we're not quite there yet, you know, so I want to just say I just we've missed out on so much live music and we've missed out on so much of feeling alive. And I can only imagine that's been double tough for the performers. Um, but for those people that are ready to get back into um, live music, I know that the Austin Symphony or Orchestra has some COVID protocols in place. They'll help people feel more comfortable, right? Yeah, we spend a lot of time um, at, as stage five took hold in this, this Delta variant, uh, in kind of, uh, uh, in July and August, we realized that we needed to look at this very carefully. How could we work with a long center and also our colleagues at other performing arts organizations to ensure we could uh, keep our concert hall open and get people in there and, and create a safe environment as safe as possible. So um, we worked as a team uh, with, with nearest people throughout the city um, to get the right advice and see what we could put in place to ensure people would feel comfortable um, and coming into a, a, a hall to listen to live music. And I think we did that. We had great um, audiences last weekend at our opening season. And um, 
you know, hopefully as things get better, uh, as we, we get through the fall and um, uh, hopefully these stage levels that will start to go down, that we can um, remove some of those requirements like mask wearing and things like that. You know, we want to get to that, back to that again. But at the moment, um, I think we've created the safest environment possible that we could so people can still come and enjoy live music. That's important because we've got to we've got to do the best we can with what we've got. And I know um, it's been tough for for the entire industry of uh, performing arts in terms of being affected by the pandemic. Um, and I think that's what makes this season of the Austin Symphony Orchestra so special. And, and when you say it's a feel good program, I mean, it really is. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm looking at this season and every performance has something special for someone to connect to. And we're all so ready for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, programming itself is a real art form as well. Like it, it's a fine line because you you want to you want to do there's the things you need to achieve. You want the music to be uh, challenging and interesting for the musicians. These are highly trained people. They want to. They want to be challenged. They want to um, feel like they're going to rehearse and, and 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 learn a piece of music. And it's not the same thing they keep playing over and over and over and over again because that's that's boring for the for musicians. That's part of it. But also, you want to make sure you're programming music that connects with your community and connects with your audiences. Because let's face it, when we go to, to, to something like this, we want to be entertained and we want to feel good. Um, we, or we want to connect with our, ourselves and our, 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 um, our emotions with the people that we are, are with or even with new people because it's about coming together. It's about togetherness. It's, it's actually about community through, uh, through uh, the power of live music. And there's so much of that that's been... Um difficult because people have been so isolated you know they have felt nothing they've ever felt before really I mean they felt perhaps lonely or perhaps more isolated than they've ever been um at physically and emotionally and it's been important to do that at different phases but it's not sustainable and so I think hopefully as things um improve meaning cases go down more and more people feel more comfortable um you know, coming out and experiencing all this because because there is no substitute for the powerful experience of live music. And I think we all need that, just like the air we breathe. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm so passionate about this because uh, you think about it, you know, um, it, music vibrates. It's, it's a vibration. It vibrates at a certain level and it vibrates at a higher level. You know, high vibrations, you know, affect our emotions and makes us feel good. And I think that's why live music is so important because when we, when our bodies, which are physical bodies, uh, connect with that vibration that that resonates through a concert hall or wherever you listen to music, to live music, it has this physical effect on us and it's immediate. Um, that's what I love about it, uh, which you know, which uh, can music can't do. I mean, it's it's a great second, you know, if you you can't get to something live, and obviously during the pandemic, most of us were connecting to music through you know, uh, through uh, uh, digital means. Um, but there's nothing like coming to hear live music and experiencing kind of that effect on our bodies and our emotions and our, our mental health. You are so right. And I have to say, you seem very um, comfortable for one who has not actually been living in Austin for all that long. So um, we're lucky to have you, David, and you've only been in Austin since April. Um, but it sounds like you're settling in quite well. 
Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I remember saying this uh, to a friend of mine maybe a month or two into being here in Austin. I'm like, Austin reminds me so much of Australia in so many ways. And I think that's part of why I feel so comfortable so quickly. It's partly the people. Um, uh, I found, you know, uh, pe people in Austin, certainly Texans are very friendly um, and very down to earth generally. So, and that's really, I, I feel generally how most Australians are. Um, but also there are aspects of uh, the geography here and certainly the weather, which reminds me of home. But it, it, I just feel comfortable here. It, feel, it feels right. That's amazing also because, you know, one of the most stressful things you can do is to relocate. And then you relocated in the middle of a pandemic. So I think you can check off two very big boxes um, because that's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's stressful. It's anxiety ridden. It's tough. Yeah, I mean, moving is tough. It's one of those things that, you know, that causes a lot of stress. And also, you don't really know, you know, in these kinds of roles that I've, you know, I've been doing for quite a while now, um, is it's not till you get into a role or you get into a community and start to really explore and meet people that you really get a sense of whether it's the right fit or not. Um, you can't tell that by just visiting for a couple of days or whatever, you know, you, it, and um, I, I just feel so grateful that that this has turned out to be a really good fit for me and the things that I love, um, uh, both with my professional life, but also personally as well. Yeah, I mean, it's um, I think we all feel so grateful to be living in Austin. It's a very special kind of place from um, from sort of a, a, a geological perspective. I mean, you know, it's it's a nice place in Texas to live, being that you can take advantage of being outside so much of the year. But also what you were talking about earlier about um, community, that's that's very much how I feel about the city of Austin, that it is a community of people supporting itself in whatever their endeavors might be. Um, and so that makes it kind of an extra special place. And of course, the Austin Symphony Orchestra um, is out in the community quite a bit as well. I mean, you know pandemic has affected that, but hopefully that will improve too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're really proud of, of what we do in the community. Uh, you know, coming up to the holidays, we'll have a really extensive holiday program of small ensembles going out throughout the entire community. So, you know, you don't have to come to the concert hall to hear the Austin Symphony Orchestra. We're, we're going to be out in the community. Um, I'm also really proud of our relationship uh, with the school districts, uh, both uh, in Travis County and Austin and beyond. Um, this, this organization has extensive programs that, um, reach young people from literally from zero to 18, um, at different levels of schooling to connect with music, uh, to experience musicians, to experience orchestras, to experience classical music, but also other forms of music and also relating that music to their daily lives or to world events. Um, and, uh, you know, that's really important, uh, you know for uh for creating um young people that that uh have certain skills or um uh, life skills i like to call them through uh learning music or experiencing music and again again bringing people together so i think we play a critical role in the community in that space as well no question about it i firmly believe that so now is the time to get tickets austinsymphony.org is that right austinsymphony.org okay that is the best place. Uh, there's lots of information on our website regarding upcoming concerts and how to buy tickets. And also the, the other community programs that we, we've talked about. Um, and uh, yeah, that's all on our website. 
Okay, that's great. AustinSymphony.org. And I have to say, David Pratt, Chief Executive Officer and Executive Director of the Austin Symphony Orchestra, I want to thank you so much for your valuable time and, um, you know, giving us a little preview of what's coming up in this season. I think it's going to be extraordinary. Thank you. It's been so much fun uh, talking to you. And um, you know a lot about classical music as well. So I appreciate, you know, that you, uh, you are connected to, to my world as well. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's so important for everyone to know classical music is accessible. You know, it is it is part of our lives and our culture in ways that I think we don't even realize. And we're so lucky that we have the Austin Symphony Orchestra right here, you know, to take advantage of the extraordinary offerings. And so um, I think it's going to be one of the best seasons yet. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is this is a time to come hear classical music. But again, it's it's the greats. We're playing a lot of the greats, um, and it's feel good music. And you're going to leave the concert hall or, or, or the whatever event is that you're at with the Austin Symphony Orchestra, just going, wow, that was actually well worth my time and my money. <laughs>